Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. This episode of Untold Physio Stories is sponsored by Edge Mobility System. Edge Mobility System is your online site for everything a PT, OT, DC, MT, ATC, or fitness pro would need. Get certified in blood flow restriction therapy or training online. Check out our full modern manual therapy seminars, ISTM toolkit, edge suspension trainer, portable tables, and more. Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com. That's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-S-Y-S.com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business. All for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with Movers and Mentors, uh, Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and our four-month online mentoring program, Modern Rehab Mastery. My co-host is... Dr. Andrew Rothschild with Modern Patient Education. Who is also a mover and mentor himself. That's right. You guys don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about the amazing new book, Movers and Mentors, by a couple of fellow PTs. They gathered a ton of expert clinicians and researchers uh, from all over the world and interviewed them. Um, so you definitely need to check that out. Movers and Mentors on Amazon, Kindle, or uh, Real Books, if you still read those. Exactly. I, I just ordered one for my uh, new hire or new hire that I've been mentoring here, and uh, hopefully he'll get a lot out of it. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Andrew also said he's going to autograph it and then put a bookmark uh, on his chapter, which I think is not cheesy at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you got another case for us. I do. Um, And then this one is one of those ones where it's been more of a challenging. I think I've talked more about successes lately. Whereas I think at the beginning, I always used to talk about the failures because they're just more, more fun. Uh, and this one is like neither. It's kind of down the middle. But um, it's a patient who sought out our practice specifically and I think sought me out specifically just, you know, research um, chronic pain, diagnosed with fibromyalgia, um, you know, just sort of does have that classic, you know, widespread pain, nonspecific, long, you know, long lasting, many years, many treatments, Um does, you know, she definitely likes to engage in, in some conversations about pain and different things and, and seems to sort of have a, a decent understanding. Um, but at the same time, will always still sort of 
come back at me with other different things, um, you know, sort of not not really sort of combative, but definitely a little more, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's, it's always like it's never better. You know, it's never better. It's always doom and gloom. It's, you know, it's, it's never going to get, you know, she's not happy with how it's going. Um, and, you know, the big thing, and she'll say things like, you know, her big thing was sort of hip pain, back pain. She sort of has that classic trochanteric bursitis gluteal tendinopathy. That's her main issue, back pain. She had a history of back surgery. And she's like, I think I need strengthening. And we'll do very low level strengthening. And then, you know, we're talking like the basics of the basics, like hip abduction, isometrics, some bridges, you know, quadruped hip extension, like that'll be it, you know, very low level, very, dosed very low. And she'll talk about how then she couldn't sleep for like three days because she was so sore. But so we can't do that anymore, but she needs strengthening kind of thing. <laughs> and you know, the only thing that feels good is, you know, manual therapy, soft tissue, this kind of stuff. But then it also doesn't work. It's only, it's only short term. And so it's been doing, we've been in that sort of dance for, you know, several weeks. And I don't see her, I don't see her very often. I see her like once a week. Um, and there's been some gaps when she's like traveled out of town, but it's, it's just one of those things that it's, and we've had these conversations about pain and, and, and understanding like sensitivity, you know, and, you know, just using different metaphors, alarms and, and hurt versus harm and all these kinds of things. But, you know, it's still one of those things where it's, you know, she's not sleeping well because of pain, but it's what's the driver of the pain. And she definitely is weak with hip abduction. And she definitely, and she, she was one of those ones that sort of had it in her head that she had piriformis syndrome. And I kind of discounted that uh, early on and she got upset with me for discounting it. Um, but then every time we kind of formally kind of address it and try to identify it, it's never, it's, you know, it, it's pretty clear that that's not really is what's going on, but it's sort of embedded in her, in her belief system. And then, you know, it'll, she talk, you know, she has these random foot pain. She has these random neck and shoulder pain. She has this back pain that comes and goes. Um, but it's like the things that she need that she probably truly needs to get better. We just can't do because it always just flares her up. And it's like, I can't possibly dose things less than what we've already been doing. Um, and I've had that conversation with her very bluntly. Like I can't, we can't do less when it comes to like a strengthening standpoint, because it's, then, then it'll be doing nothing, which you've already been doing that. And that doesn't, that clearly doesn't help either. So it's, it's been one of those, I found very challenging situations where trying to, you know, meet the patient where they're at in terms of what, you know, in terms of what she thinks she needs, but then it's always, we're sort of stuck in that cycle of that stuff doesn't work. She knows that stuff doesn't work, but the other stuff doesn't work either. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but man, I'm just like cycling through all of my most difficult patients that I've had over the last five years. And they're all this patient. Yeah. You know, there's no, well, I'm sorry to say folks, even the, the lead instructor of modern patient, patient education doesn't have a clinical pearl for how to reach a patient like this. Um, 
there's nothing easy about these patients. And in terms of especially dosing less, I think that patients, even who aren't in chronic pain, um, and many, many even clinicians and just people who work out in general, don't really realize how important dosage and intensity is if strengthening and hypertrophy is truly your goal, right? Um, but when you even take that out, like obviously you can't go any lower because the lowest amount of intensity is still flaring her up. Right. You know, at some point, the hardest part for any of these patients is is the paradox that you have to, before the pain gets better, you have to work out in pain. And the, I think the hardest thing that I always say, and I teach in my courses, is that the people who seem the people who seem to recover according to you know where we are now in 2021 with pain science research and just general exercise being what's best for them along with like a ton of other lifestyle changes and trying to improve their comorbidities is that the people who improve the most are the ones who accept that they might have pain forever and just get on with doing it. That's the hardest part. It's that acceptance. And there's nothing easy about that acceptance. No. And the, I guess the, hard, the other hard part with her is that actually in the moment, doing exercises, it does not hurt. It does not, it's not, that's not the limiting factor. It's the fact that several hours later is when she really hurts. And, then yeah. especially, and I, especially at night. And I think it's, she, she kind of goes down that catastrophizing, you know, cycle. And then it's one of those things is how much of it is, is it truly like a delayed onset muscle soreness, physiological response versus, you know, threat perception. Right. I mean, with the amount of intensity that you're doing, it's not DOMS, right? right? Yeah. But for sure, her nervous system is ramped up and, you know, that recovery period of the next two or three days really does make it difficult to be motivated to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've had several patients, one in particular, who was just convinced, even though she was she was on board for at least a month or two on going plant based and doing daily mindfulness and daily gratitudes and all the things, all the steps that we outline in your modern patient education course. Um, And then she would just go see like a Cairo or her massage therapist and also the other PT that she was seeing, who was my colleague, Mm. who was just doing who just kind of resigned to doing soft tissue work. And all she could, she could just come back and be like, I really think that soft tissue work helped that time. You know, so right. we'd just be like, oh gosh, oh, face pump so much. I yeah. just wish that, you know, then I ended up sending her to a women's health therapist. This is a story that I actually talked to, to about on, um, back before you were the podcast host. And this women's health therapist was, um, or it's public health therapist, I should say, sorry, I'm old school. Um, I said, you know, I want to make sure you're on board with like a pain science type message. And she's like, what's pain science? Hmm. And I said, well, you know, I just want to make sure that you're not going to tell her that she's in and out of place or that her fascia is tight or these things that are like uh, nocebo like messages. And she's like, well, I don't think we can have a conversation about the pelvis without talking about fascia. (laughs) Oh, and I was just like, oh, no, I'm not sending her to you. Yeah, I think she already made an appointment and I never saw her again. Which is not surprising. <laughs> yeah, that's those are the those are the tough ones too. When you have you have patients who are maybe seeing other like I have patients who see chiropractors and see other you know sometimes massage therapists and stuff, and it's it's that's always tough in terms of 
you know, making sure that the messages are not getting too many mixed messages and, you know, working, working around that situation. Right. I, I would say the, the most difficult patients are the highly irritable ones with a closed mindset. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. And it's difficult. Yes. And she, I mean, everyone she, wants a quick fix. Yes. And she's kind of resigned herself. She knows that there's no quick fix, obviously, with her situation, but she's also kind of resigning herself like, oh, I'm just going to be in pain and miserable the rest of my life. And I'm, I, I tend to try to skew way more on the optimistic side of things. It's like, there's no reason why it should not get better. You know, there are reasons sometimes, but, um, yeah. you know, usually it's self-limited, but there's like, I feel like there should be some things we, you know, we should be able to make things better. And we have gotten things better, but it's not, you know, not to the point where I'm not, I'm still not, you know, I, I'd like it for it to be a whole lot better too, but she's yeah. also the kind of person who will keep like, you know, doctor shopping for lack of a better term to try to find different answers. And she's like, I don't understand what's wrong with this because I'm trying to get, you know, get to the bottom of what's going on. It's like, well, the problem is that you keep looking for things. You're going to be told different things. And that's going to be just adding to the confusion, not actually shedding light on a situation. There's not really any specific un, you know, mystery that people that we're trying to solve here. That's unknown. I mean, there's only a few right. options of what's going on. Um, I was like, you can go to six different physical therapists. You'll probably get six different answers, you know, much less other, yeah. other, other, other healthcare specialists. Yeah. I always like to tell pa patients about the study where the same group of patients with the already, with the MRI that was already done, go to 10 different radiologists and get right. 10 different diagnoses. Exactly. It was like, it was like 40, it was like 40 different individual findings and they were like barely any agreement between the 10 of them. I know. I know. Um, and, and, you know, I totally get it why someone wants a diagnosis because yeah. they also want a solution, but it is not easy to hear that there isn't a diagnosis and it's not just in fibromyalgia, even in itself, I try to tell people it's not, it's not a diagnosis in the same way we think of rotator cuff rupture right. Right. as a diagnosis or herniated disc as a diagnosis. It's just a cluster of symptoms that they put a code on. Right. Uh, not real, not and it doesn't di dictate treatment either is the challenge with, uh, I, yeah, I use the example of like cancer, like you need to identify a specific type of cancer because you're going to get a very specific type of treatment. But for what we do, the diagnosis may not matter for how we are going to address it. The principles are still going to be the same. Yes. So here we are in 2021. Andrew and I have been practicing forever. We've taken so many courses. We've changed our entire lifestyles based upon the things that we also teach patients. Yeah. And these patients aren't any easier. No. No, no. That's all I always say. If this, when I meet people in my courses and they're like, 80% of my caseload is centrally sensitized, I just think, you are a very, very good patient individual. I mean, I just, um, I like to have wins. Easy yeah. wins. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. That definitely, it definitely uh, always is more satisfying and it gives you a good sense of you're doing a good job when you get those, those, those wins. But the, the tough ones can be very, challenging but also rewarding even if it's not going to be like a, a home run with them right the home run is often you know do they even at least feel better about right. themselves right yeah. yeah um in a medbridge course i just took with uh adrian Liu, he had identified you know a lot of the in the long term all of these pain sign sessions and it didn't um it didn't improve their uh, perception of themselves. It didn't improve their overall pain. Um, their function may have been improved. And I, I'm not quoting it exactly, I think, 
But when they went back and looked at other variables, what they found was that overall, they thought that the sessions were worthwhile, the mm. actual sessions, and that um, they ended up spending less money on other practitioners. And that's not true for everyone. But right. you know, when we only look at things in terms of pain, we may not actually think or even only function, we may not think that the patient is improving, but in the long run, if you actually, if they spend less money, or if you even think that the sessions themselves were worthwhile, those are actually metrics that they weren't looking at. Yeah. And there was, there was a paper, I think he was an author on, basically the same thing, looking at, and then found that, that it didn't really necessarily change pain, you know, their perception of pain with pain neuroscience education, but fear avoidance actually got better and kinesiophobia actually got better. Um, and I think those are important because then that's sort of giving patients permission to move and do more. And by doing and it sort of reentering their, their life and doing their uh, activities of enjoyment, maybe in the long run, that will actually start playing a role in pain. For sure. But actually, for once, I have to go because I have a patient in like two minutes. All right. All right. So where can people find you? People can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter, mostly Instagram at a Rothschild PT. And of course, modern patient education and modern rehab mastery. Don't forget movers and mentors and movers and mentors. Absolutely. Check, check it out on amazon.com. Andrew and I happen to be in it. And that's not the only reason why you should read it. That's true. It's probably the reason why, the least reason why. <laughs> right. It will be an amazing book despite that. All right. Well, you guys, uh, we're wrapping up 2021. If you guys are listening to this anywhere around the holidays, I hope you have an amazing Christmas and happy holidays and happy new year. And check us out in 2022 for more untold physio stories and modern rehab mastery and modern rehab, uh, modern patient education, modern manual therapy, and all those other good things. Absolutely. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E at modern rehab mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors, so one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Modern Strike Training BFR certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy um, in US, Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.